Welcome to the You, Me and the GP radio show, a health exercise and nutrition show for over 40s who want to get back to their best. Discover how to keep yourself fit, healthy and full of energy. Each week, your hosts Rich Clark and Dr. Mark Daniels will answer your questions and interview special guests. Rich Clark is an exercise scientist and nutritionist who helps over 40s thrive, not just survive in today's busy world. Dr. Mark Daniels is a practicing GP with 25 years experience. He's had notable success with his patients using simple dietary changes rather than medication to provide improvements. Living in Wales with their families, they see the effect poor health has on people on a daily basis and how easily it can be turned around. Sit back and enjoy our tips and advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of You, Me and the GP. I'm here with uh, the doc and we are ready to rock. Mark, what have you been up to? Uh... Well, apart from doing the, uh, the event we had recently, I think the podcast has already gone out, hasn't it? Yeah, the event podcast went out last uh, week after the event and that's also gone down really well. Yeah, I've been, I've been playing a bit of golf. Uh, I, had a, I had a lesson this morning just to sharpen things up. But apart from that... Uh, Everything's good. What about yourself? Um, just been trained this month. Today is a, a, a day for me. I have a kind of a bit of a rest and recuperation day in the middle of the week. I work a long day on a Monday and a Tuesday and today's Wednesday. So I've trained. I did legs with my friends this morning and some plyometric stuff. And I have just come from the sauna and uh, cold water. Straight from there, then down to this sort of special gym. They got steps and the old shower, freezing cold water comes on you, and had a little blast of that. So yeah, it's good. We for everybody to know we we're recording at a different time today, Mark, and we so you know might be a bit more awake. Sometimes we record in at seven o'clock in the night, eight o'clock and stuff, and um, you know hopefully, cool, you'll have even more out of our uh, brain cells uh, this time of the day. So. Yeah. Perhaps I won't be so grumpy as well after a day's work. Yeah, definitely. I'm the older I'm getting, the more grumpy I'm getting, definitely. But I'm reassured that it's not just me. So uh, that's great. So, without further ado, first question from Sam. Hi, uh, mate. How's things? I hear you say a couple of times in the. I've heard you saying a couple of times in the podcast about Phil Richards' cognitive care, and that it's changed your life. Bit of a random one, but lately I've been noticing I'm struggling to find words and it's taken me ages to think of things I want to say. Do you reckon it would help with that? What does it actually do and help with? I uh, hope you and your family are all well. My immediate advice would be to refer Sam on to you, Mark. Uh, and then if he came up a blank with you, Go on, you go first, and then we'll do it. We'll do it out of order. Go on. Okay, so this, this chap's worried about his memory, basically. I mean, how old is he, Rich? Do you know? Yeah, Sam is around my age. He's uh, 35 to 40. Um, he is the chap who broke his neck uh, when he was on holidays uh, got abroad with the lads. And he was a fireman up to that point, and um, obviously his life's changed a lot. But, you know, I'm... I don't think a disability affects your bloody brain. So, um, yeah, well, just a bit of background information uh, for you, really. But, um, but he's young and he's healthy and he's fit. I don't think he's got much to worry about, to be no. perfectly honest. 
yeah. it's unlikely to be anything you know serious you know Alzheimer's Dental dementia anything like that 38 it's very 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 rare then. the fact that he's, he's had trouble with, with uh, his actual memory or remembering things it may be because he's stressed a lot of people when they're stressed they have more trouble in remembering things if you're if you're not stressed and quite relaxed, you can remember stuff. If you're stressed, you can't. So it may be a, a stress thing, but it also it could be a, a tiredness. It could be many many other things. So at that age, I I wouldn't be too excited about it. I would I would probably do a simple mini mental score. You could do that. You can go on the internet. You can do a mini mental score just to reassure yourself that you're not uh, losing your marbles. But uh, other than that, I would you know get him back onto a sort of decent uh, stress relief and uh, see how he goes really. Yeah, as I say, depends to which ex- yeah depends to what extent. As you say, he's having this uh, taking him ages to think the things he wants to say, and he can't find words now. You know that you know there are some serious symptoms if if they are. Yeah. If, I mean, if it's if it's a real symptom, you sit there and it's only come on very quickly. Yeah. Then they that's have pretty damn if it, serious. And if starting to drop yeah. things or anything like that, then yeah. it needs to get you know it needs to get a scan and all yeah. sorts of stuff, right? I mean, yeah. but, but it hasn't happened all that fast, is what we're presuming. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, so basically, going back to your initial question, the Phil's cognitive care Sam is a what's called a phospholipid. Um, it's to supplement something we don't have in our diet generally a lot of us and i don't and that's why i i take it and perhaps why i responded to it is awful and uh, awful and um, all the internal organs they give us and the brain um kind of um, also meet it all gives us these uh, fats and your brain is i think up to about 70 percent fat so your brain just thrives on on high fat uh, and and specifically um, from this pro- um, stuff is what's called phosphatidyl serine and yeah. if you look at the research on that uh, it's fantastic uh, for improving the rate of communication between your brain cells and the clarity of thought and these sorts of things so that's I took it and I'm presuming I must have been deficient in this fat when I took it because the supplements which I've ever taken which have had a real like wow effect. I've looked back now, obviously with a bit more experience, and I must have been deficient in these things, and that's why they've given me such a, a real boost there, you know. But I can really attribute a lot more clarity and focus and relaxation at the same time, if that makes sense, with with that product. So, what, what do you think, Mark? Yeah, I mean, I, I eat uh, liver, so I, I don't I don't tend to. Uh no, I, I think you make supplements. To be perfectly honest, no. As you say, you have, you have your liver and stuff every week. When that's, that's yeah. you know great, that's better than me. Okay, question two. Thanks for the question, Sam. Keep on coming. Question two from I don't know. Doesn't say. Not sure if it was two questions off the same lady. Amy, uh, I'm not sure. And she's in her thirties, mid thirties. Amy's asking, what's the way best way to squat, wide or narrow? Um, my answer would be all. There's no best way. Uh, basically, uh, a neutral. Get yourself right in the neutral position, neither wide nor narrow. But for variety, it's great to do like a narrow uh, or or a wide sumo position or or a really narrow position on like a leg press. But 
Yeah, the, the variety. The best workout is the one you're not doing. So there's no best way to squat. Uh, I would, well, if someone said, what's the best way to squat with me and it didn't say the wide or narrow bit, I'd say ass to the floor or as deep as you can for the full uh, engagement of as many muscles as possible. All right. Mark? I, I didn't say both. Yeah. I did quicker than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. And it matters, does it? I mean, you just do, do everything you can. Yeah, variety, as you say. Get the basic movements in place first. So, so your normal um, foot position, you're just a neutral shoulder width. Then, um, yeah, as you say, variety after that. Don't, don't stick your toes straight out in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to have your knee, you're gonna have your knee riding over your toes and your knee doesn't go straight out. It goes out to the, it goes, um, out, not out sideways, but it goes out it's about 20 degrees. You, must, you can have some serious injuries if you try and squat with your, knees, your legs straight out. Your feet straight out, sorry. Your feet straight in front of you, like train tracks, yeah. And then I've got some people then who are on corrective exercises from the physio, and that's exactly what uh, they, they have to do um, because yeah. they have... Yeah, because of their abnormalities. But, yeah, gen- generic advice, you're right, Mark. See me thinking too much now. It's too early in the day. <laughs> okay, so thank you uh, for that question. Next question, Katie42. I've just started to go into the gym, and I love it. The only thing is I'm really confused about fruit and carbs. Is fruit bad for you? Can it undo all of your work at the gym? Thank you. Now, Mark, you spoke about this last yeah. week at the presentation, so if you want to kick yeah, off sure. on an aisle, I'll tell everybody the, the, the best low-carb fruits and stuff like sure. that. The bottom line is, if you are uh, lean, you haven't really got to worry about fruit too much. I mean, it's, uh, it's fructose, which is a sugar, it, but it's got lots of other good stuff in it. But if you're overweight and you want to lean out, you need to cut down on your fruit. You need to take no more than two, two pieces a day because fructose is um, got rid of by your body the same way as alcohol is. And we all know that alcohol isn't the best thing for you. And fructose is alcohol without the good bits. So if you're if you're overweight, no more than two pieces of fruit a day. I mean, either a handful of berries or an apple or a banana. They're basically the same. You know, the... The actual amount, I mean, I'm talking about a handful of berries or not one grape or one apple, they're not the same, but a handful of berries or, or one apple or one banana, whatever, they count as one. If you have no more than two a day, if you're overweight, that's fine. If you're, if you're lean, I'll just go for it. I mean, they're a good form of carbohydrates. So, but if you're overweight, you can easily store your weight loss by eating too much fruit. And uh, as you say, there are different fruits that the low GI ones obviously are going to be better than the high GI ones. So we should tell you a short list, I'm sure. Yes, that's right. Uh, we wrote about it on the blog already, and there is an email that comes out uh, when people sign up to the to the email series. But the best fruits to have if weight loss is your thing, we're presuming, and you know you're uh, worried that fruit is bad for you. And you're, you're right; it, it is if you're trying to lose weight. And the best ones to have are berries, uh, cherries, plums, grapefruit. And apples. Now, with the grapefruit, is that my phone or yours? Still got yours on, here? No, no, mine. Oh, sorry, guys. Switch that off. Sorry. So, they were the best uh, five low-carb fruits. And when I say um, people that also ask about uh, melons, uh, watermelon and uh, cantaloupe are and not the good ones, but honeydews, lemon, uh, melons are okay. So there's six 
low carb fruits that you can uh, try there if you are looking to be cute about it. Okay, thank you. Good question. Next question, last question. Hi, Rich and Mark. Should I do cardio before or after lifting weights if I want to lose fat? People are telling me different things. Stephanie, 38. Shall I? Uh... Okay, so I would generally do it myself after, but remember this question is based on a presumption that exercise is what drives body fat reduction and it's not. Okay, so the exercise really is not important from a fat loss perspective to a point. Obviously, you know, you've got to do your cardio and your weights, but you are doing your cardio and your weights by the look of it. Food. Okay, so just to remind you about that, Stephanie, don't think that you've got to get all complicated and analyse your training programme when there's probably a hell of a lot more you can be doing with your food. You eat yourself into shape. You don't train yourself necessarily into shape. The training drives the direction of your shape. But it's the food which ultimately does it all. If that makes sense. Mark? Yeah, I agree totally. There we go. So so that's it, guys. Four questions for today. We're keeping them shorter and sweeter around this 15, 20 minute mark. So that's all from me, Mark. Yeah, all from me. See you next time. You, me and the GP radio show is intended for general information purposes and is not meant to diagnose, treat or cure any disease. It is not designed to provide specific advice and anyone with a medical problem should seek the advice from their own doctor. Please note, we accept absolutely no responsibility if you turn into a fitter, stronger, more energetic and all-round better version of yourself. To get the show notes, just head on over to richard-clark.co.uk.